Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Each week we sit down and discuss our favorite lore topics from within the Destiny universe. Specifically, we intend to take a close look at a specific question that has been nagging us and potentially the Destiny community as a whole. To fulfill that, our discussions tend to assume that you already have some background in the Destiny lore. Despite that, our goal is to be as lighthearted and welcoming to everyone as possible. With that out of the way, let's dive into this week's topic. Yay. Yay. I like it. We're doing it. We're doing it live. <laughs> Alright. So I think I think that's enough friendly banter. I feel warmed up. I think we're ready to rock. Yeah? Yeah, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you ready for the rocking? Oh, yeah, that's the rocking, want, yes. Do you want to talk about the rocking? Perhaps... <laughs> Perhaps you was the one who was rocked. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> or maybe, maybe I was rocked, but I was so rocked I wasn't cognizant of how rocked I was yet. <laughs> and that's where we are. Oh, by the way, at the end of this, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll show you my voice for uh, for Thomas. But uh, oh, nice. But uh, but with that, let's uh, let's kick off the show here. Uh, I think this will be a fun one. I think. I think we've got we've got good energy. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got big lore energy just <laughs> flowing through us right now. And that's that's a good feeling. I okay. feel confident and I also feel like my hair looks good. <laughs> I feel I feel desirable to whom I wish to be desired by. <laughs> Oh my god! What that was? That was such an inclusive <laughs> way to say that. Um. Anyway. 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 Um. <laughs> welcome everyone. <laughs> this is why we had Bagels do official. Official. Actually, we didn't even. I didn't even ask him to do it. I just said we needed to do it, and Bagels took it upon himself. I don't know if you guys knew that about our intros and our outros. Uh, <laughs> they were just so perfect. I didn't have to add my voice. <laughs> to them but welcome to the show uh this week's topic we're going to be talking about it's 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 kind of a fun one um i don't know if it's necessarily topical but i mean if you're still playing the game then isn't everything that we have on the show legitimate <laughs> argument yeah, yeah it's in the, it's destiny lore it's yeah, yeah it's, i mean i would lore it. For. <laughs> i mean i would lore it i would take it out to dinner first and treat it right <laughs> but um <laughs> but, but um, the the topic for tonight is a bit of a fun one, and it's the idea that the ghosts in the ghost network, whether they have a guardian or not, but ghosts who function and operate and work within the ghost network, have a bit of a uh, ghost postal system that is operant in and probably extended of the city. I would imagine so. Yeah, I mean, oh, that that gets really interesting when we talk about other planets too. Pin in that bagels. <laughs> um, the crux of it, just uh, as as a really like oversimplification of things, is when you get into stories in uh, particularly ghost stories that came out with uh, Forsaken, I believe. Bagels? Yes. Yep. You are um, correct. In a number of cards in there, and in a number of cards uh, from D one, especially in relation to the speaker, you have like sort of noticed that these ghosts are like performing little tasks, and especially in D one, if you went into the orrery, 
uh, where the speaker used to hang out, you would see uh, ghosts kind of like coming and going. You would see them elsewhere in the tower, too. You know, you don't really see that as much anymore in the new part, tower. Part of that's the speaker. Because the speaker's dead. But... Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I agree. You kind of miss out on... And the ghosts will zip zipping by all over the place. Yeah, they'd be zipping by. They like doing their little doodads, like they're doing their stuff, like they're having fun, um, being a part of uh, of their network. So, uh, you know, if you're a newer player, maybe you're like, "Oh shit, I had no idea." Um, but yeah, that would that was something you could see in the old tower, and maybe we'll see again uh, if the either the tower gets rebuilt or we go closer into the city as time goes on. Uh, which would be very interesting for me. I I, I kind of hope that the tower, or we move on to a new tower, but I kind of hope the tower gets rebuilt. Uh, personally, I would like to kind of reclaim that space. Uh, before I, I can't argue with that. That would that'd be be nice to have city. have that area back. Yeah, it was a better view. It's true. Mark my words, better view. Um, but yeah. So the the idea is that there there has to be sort of an organized postal system within the ghost network that we have coined as the ghost postal system or GPS <laughs> because the only satellites we're aware of in game are war satellites so <laughs> there's no there's no worry about commingling of acronyms there <laughs> so yeah uh we we uh that's that's what the crux of this this sort of a uh, lighthearted theory uh, rests upon. And really it's, it's pretty cool. If you ask me a little minor organization that gets referenced when trying to give a player uh, a sort of eagle eye view or just a uh, little tidbits of immersion. I think it's really cool. I think, you know, e- even if it never gets fleshed out, like even if we never go into the ghost post office, <laughs> and see the ghost postal machines not being decommissioned sorry if i'm too political and topical there (laughs) sorting all the mail and let's call them i don't know votes all right i'm gonna stop now but (laughs) i post a vote for commander zavala (laughs) he's my favorite commander in the citadel Two on the nose, two on the nose, <laughs> two on the nose. Uh, but uh, but yeah, um, that I, I I really think that that uh, that layer of immersion into inner workings of a world that you're placed in is really cool. And I think given that we're sort of like an action multiplayer experience, I don't really know if we're uh, if we're an MMO or if like action MMO is properly a term. Uh, but we're, it's, it's not the same thing, you know, it's not the same thing as playing Horizon Zero Dawn. It's not the same thing as playing Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, it has a different feel for a variety of reasons. Uh, yeah. It's destiny is basically its own thing. The closest thing is, is Borderlands, but even that doesn't have the, it doesn't have, ex- the, it yeah. doesn't have the lore backstory. I mean, it has some of the lore well, backstory, that... but it doesn't have nearly the expanse of Des- the, like the Destiny universe well, the, does. The immersion for Borderlands is you could play Borderlands by yourself, or you could play it with friends, and all of you have the same experience. Yeah, yeah. Destiny uh, is wholly different. Yeah, 
in that regard. Like, yes, you could play the story missions with your friends, and it's the same whether you have a fire team or not. Like, fair, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to play with people to be experiencing the endgame here. And you have to, like, be able to talk with them. You have to be... And to understand the lore in Destiny, like, Destiny doesn't kind of, like... Borderlands really hands it to you. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I, I, I think for what Borderlands is and the narrative that they're going for, it's entirely appropriate. So this is not a knock. It's just an acknowledgement of the difference. Like, Borderlands yeah. gives you the in-universe lore for many small characters, and then there's, like, little tidbits, like, one, like maybe a handful in the entire game that you have to find, whereas Destiny's the opposite. Like, Destiny's like, oh, you want to learn about Akora? Okay, like, go reference uh, her shotgun, these different lore entries. Did you read the comics? Okay, cross, also, there was this... Words. Yeah, there was this shit that was online a while, like a few years ago about Owl Sector. Did you read that? That website might not still be up anymore. Like, uh -huh. it, it's a completely different, different animal, um, and a different way of expressing the game. And like, they're they're both good. Uh, I think Borderlands, to uh, to your point, the bagels though, does have a sort of similar like looter shooter. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got a similar feel to it, and it, it just yeah. in, in its basic mechanics. But overall, it's it's very different from a both a lore perspective and from a um just like uh how the content is delivered to the player well you uh, know you know i really appreciate uh what you're saying about the the similarities in mechanics because i i don't know if our listeners know this but destiny was my first full-time first person <laughs> shooter it was the first first person shooter that i sat down and played for more than an afternoon mm -hmm. and so i was pretty ass at it however <laughs> I like to think I've gotten better. I like to think I'm taint now. It's, it's... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you at least that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Further levels we can we can we can discuss at their rank and popularity as we go on. But I'm at least in that little like fleshy area, <laughs> like in terms of improvement from straight asshole. Is this like, gonna turn into Cards Against Humanity again? Oh no, oh no! I can I can hear I can hear one of the denizens of the Temp Chat Panda Man just gigging from here, <laughs> just like gig, 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 like actually having a breakdown. In it, uh, yeah, yeah. Den uh, friends, if if you join the Temp Chat, there's a chance you can play tabletop sim and Cards Against Humanity with with the Bagels, myself, and the other members of. Uh, of uh, Tommy's of the Tommy's Ghosts crew, indeed. Uh, we're very good at it, and I'm apparently just hilarious because I've won three times in a row now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but see that as it may. Up, uh, where was I? The bagels. Help me out here. Uh, where were you? <laughs> we got a little off track there. We got a little off track there. Um, I'm just going to try and backpedal so I don't have to edit this later. This is like fortuitous laziness, listeners. Um, I guess I'll finish out my story. Uh, so the, the uh, call out to the similarity between Borderlands and Destiny is actually I had played Borderlands sort of like couch co-op style with my roommate at the time. 
and I had a lot of fun with that, but, like, it didn't have, like, the staying power for me. Like, it was fun, but no. once I beat the story, I was like, all right, like, aren't you going to grind for more loot? Like, no, I don't need a better gun to replay the story. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I can put this game down now. <laughs> like, that was, was sort of my attitude toward uh, toward Borderlands, and, like, and that's been my attitude toward Borderlands. Like, I, I, I pick it up when the content's out, but, like, I'm not... It, it just doesn't have the, the staying power for me. Mm-hmm. And and anyone listening, you're not wrong if it has it for you, man. You enjoy your fucking thing. That's your... Absolutely, Borderlands yeah. is is uh, yeah, a... dude. Like it's a good, it's a good game. We're not here to if the game is fucking Star Fox sixty four, and you have fun playing at least once a day, weaving your way through the Lilat system to fucking Andros, <laughs> playing all the different vehicles. Maybe you have a favorite level, like. It can be anything. It can be playing Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden or Gaiden? I'm going to go Gaiden just because that's how it was introduced to me in the 80s. That's how I've always heard it, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I know, I know, but then, then, like, I don't, like, when you when you hear the word in Japanese in other context, if you're an anime fan, you're like, have I been an asshole this whole time? Oh, no. <laughs> but, but anyway, anyway, um... That was the similarity in controls when I saw the first uh, video that I had seen for Destiny uh, right before the f- the beta for the first game. Mm-hmm. I That's what sold me on it, and I immediately bought the game and signed up for the beta. Um, yeah, I, I can't argue with that. I, I, I mean, I was a huge Halo fan coming in, into Destiny, so I, I saw Bungie was putting out a new game, and I was like, I have to get this. This is this oh, is a big dude. deal right here. Let's do <laughs> let's do some post some post cutoff record for fans because I just finished within a day. I, I so I I had never played Halo. I'd never had an Xbox fans, and I've been playing through Halo with the Master Chief Collection as it's been released for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I, I kind of fell behind. Halo 3 was released before I finished Halo 2, but then I finished Halo 2 and then Halo 3 subsequently within a, within 24 hours of each other. <laughs> because Halo 3 goes wicked fucking fast. Yeah, um, it does. Uh, well, especially when I realized half the levels, I didn't actually have to fight everything. And I didn't, get, I didn't get anything for fighting them. That's That's true. And so I was just kind of like, I've played a bunch of games before. Going back <laughs> on Destiny experience, I was like, if there's no actual, like, if the door opens, whether there's enemies or not, like, I'm running for the fucking door. <laughs> Especially if the Arbiter's with me, fucking A. Objective is not to kill all the enemies. The objective is to get through the objective. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I, I, I got, I needless to say, I got a lot of speedrun medals. <laughs> in, in three, uh, I think two was still my favorite of the first three. Uh, I'm I'm a C die, die hard. Uh, I've played C so much that I love it. <laughs> which one? C. Uh, oh, you're one. you're an OG. You're yeah, I'm, a, I'm an OG. Yeah. <laughs> first one. Um, I think the first one was the first one. Like so, for like three afternoons in high school, when these were the games, I think Halo Three had just came out. I played through the first two. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think two was my favorite because you could have a needler in one hand. It's true. And whatever you wanted in the other. It's true. I'll grant you that. 
And then when they took away having dual wheel, like having having the needler as a dual option in three, I think even back then it pissed me off. Although I don't think I finished three back then. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I digress. Um. That was that was fun for me. Uh, but we we should have a we should have a after we sign off. Let's just talk about my reactions to Halo because you'll know what I'm talking about and like Jesus Christ, Renee. Yeah, like, this, uh, this, this, this is a Destiny podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's all Bungie, right? Like it'll get there. It'll get there. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. Um, so, uh, Bagels, I'm gonna hand this off to you. Going back to the ghost, uh, I I I think it's a really like neat fun little thing and i think there's actually like examples of it especially between when you go you know even though we mentioned it on our tangent there when you go between um the owl sector uh um sort of like api and like their interactions with ikora and then you go between the d1 lore with the uh in game and in the grimoire to like a lesser extent the grimoire but uh ghost delivering messages and uh the the, the speaker using them as a network mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you go into d2 and you have like actual cards and like a bound book for the ghost network i think it's entire like m- my gut reaction is it's entirely plausible mm-hmm. it, it and and i mean i i think maybe comparing it to the postal service might be a little unfair it might be a little more like pony express like yeah that, that's, i guess i should say that's more of the impression i get as well but it's... I mean, the Pony Express fucking that laid the groundwork for the goddamn postal. Well, it for the modern postal service. The postal service existed before the Pony Express. Anyway, to you, the bagels. Yeah, I I tend to agree that it's it's entirely likely that uh, that ghosts are being used for messages. We've got several instances in the lore where ghosts uh, kind of ferry around just like menial tasks. Uh, my mind goes to the Pigeon and the Phoenix, where we've got the the tower and the walls being built of the last city. And you've got ghosts zipping around, cleaning up dishes for after guardians finish eating. Uh, that that sort of stuff. Why why wouldn't they be able to similarly pick up packages and, and deliver those, uh, even, if, even if it's just around the city? Uh, that just makes sense to me, uh, that, that they could do that. Uh, certainly you could have other robots do that, but at the same time, uh, your ghost is something that you would intrinsically trust as a guardian uh, versus versus a robot of un, unknown origin. So um, I could definitely see guardians just basically saying, here you go, ghost, take this over to guardian to be named later. <laughs> well, but... well, well, question, question, question. Do you think the network is filled out with ghosts who have a guardian? I, I more think... fleshed out by uh, well, just just for the listeners' sure. sake, more sure. more fleshed out because I'm sure you know what I'm going to say. But mm-hmm. uh, but for uh, or or more so by ghosts who have yet to find their guardian or maybe lost their guardian for whatever reason. Sure, that's that's entirely fair. Um, I I think like for for our example of there being a centralized postal delivery service of ghosts, yes, I I think there probably are ghosts that have either lost their guardians or ghosts that are still searching for their guardians, for that matter, that uh, probably, at least in the past, when they served the speaker especially, would have probably delivered uh, messages and, and packages for him. Um, now that the speaker has passed away, I would assume that the any of those ghosts that stuck around and were still still uh, still doing some of those services would probably function under Zavala and or the consensus as, as it still exists. 
Um, oh yeah, I, d- yeah. I, I don't imagine the infrastructure went anywhere. It's just obviously there's probably maybe a handful of people that they can deliver things to, as opposed to just the the speaker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I entirely agree. Yeah. Um, uh, to 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 I guess like the points you brought up. Um, I still think though. I still. I wonder. The 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 only handicap I can see coming from this idea is just that it's like a centralized organized thing. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, like, I bet it's organized in so much as I bet there are ghosts who are available and known for being fucking kick ass at delivering shit. <laughs> I kind of want to hear a story like this now. <laughs> We've got uh, Widow over here, who's who's famous for just zipping about and delivering po- packages uh, all I, over the EDC for government shit. I hope it's I hope it's something fucking like a little too on the nose. Like his name is Pepe, <laughs> and he's the fastest moving ghost. All the other ghosts though are not racist and lazy. He's just very fast. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to to put to put that out there, um, and I uh, for anyone wondering, I was making a Speedy Gonzalez reference, but um, I I would I would uh, I I would be here for that too. I think that's like cute little writing mm-hmm. that you get to flesh out and give greater immersion to people sure. uh, playing the game that doesn't like impact anything and it's not dependent on anything like. Stuff like that, like the little the little entries that we get and the the books that uh, Bungie puts out, I I really enjoy because like it gets to coexist. It's not like Agents of Shield that doesn't get to exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, even though it's dependent on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sure, sure. Which for anyone who doesn't know, everything that happens in the movies counts for the show, but the show doesn't count for the movies. Uh, fun fact. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, a, oh shit, like that sucks. <laughs> like, um, type of situation, and I and I really love that all these little side things, these uh, extensive uh, little windows into the the world right the the world of the last the, city the backstory of the lore or of, of, of destiny of the universe well there's the backstory but i really like this uh this sort of where i'm going for with uh more with the with the ghost network is that like it's like a window into like life in the last city right now yeah sure i, I get you yeah it, it's it's a yeah it's, it's like a snapshot of everyday life in the tower regardless of what the guardians are up to and I assume we have a cot there. I assume we're cool dudes. <laughs> and get to sleep in the tower, even though we've never been given our own quarters by anyone outside of uh, Callus. We just go into our ghost to sleep. Well, oh god, that, that, that's like, you know that one episode of Rocco's Modern Life where they go inside their own belly button? Or no, no, it's Ren and Stimpy. Oh boy, I do not know that reference, but go ahead. They go inside their own belly button. <laughs> and that's what I imagine going inside your ghost is like. You end up as this little thing. 
even though your butt is still like exposed, you're just like free inside the actual thing when you're in there. Like you're not okay. connected to your butt that's exposed. Okay. Gotcha. Well, anyone who's as old as me is gonna be like, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about, Taylor. Baby. I, I, I mean, I. I you're as old as, as me yeah i know but i didn't i didn't have cable so <laughs> well all right so i didn't have cable but between my dad's house and friends who had cable or so <laughs> basically at one point between either stealing cable or everyone having cable <laughs> i got to see these episodes of shows because thank you <laughs> old timey analog hacks for, for stealing shit for pirating <laughs> shit uh but yeah one way or another i got i got to see it god damn you um, um i i do want to discuss the uh like the physical uh aspects of this a little bit too how do you uh, just on, uh just on the basis of like the uh how ghosts would deliver the the packages for to other other people or other other, other guardians Specifically, we already know that ghosts can transmit matter, mm-hmm. um, so it kind of makes sense that ghosts could uh, could essentially transmit the package and and pick it up essentially, and then um, transmit it back out to the recipient. Uh, so e- even there, like they don't have to physically physically carry it. I'm just <laughs> imagining. I know that's not how it's expressed in game for ghosts at all, but I'm imagining when the ghost has a package, it does what the uh, the boss does in uh, Garden of Sorrows. Just kind of like spits up the package. <laughs> okay. I the gotcha. ghost just like sits there, like creates a little diagram of light. It was like, Bleh. there's your package. <laughs> we'll take light. You can't pick will up you, another package for please, two and a half minutes. Will you please sign for this? Like, and I'll be on my way. Like, all right, thanks. Like, and then like, they, you know, they deliver the next one. All right, hold on. Which one are you? Jane. All right. And bleh, bleh. <laughs> like, here's your package. <laughs> it's all a much nicer version of Vex technology. It's all good star. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so it it just kind of makes sense to me that ghosts with this inherent capability uh, would, especially those that didn't have have guardians, could certainly serve the people of the tower very easily by just being a delivery service. Uh, it fits pretty pretty easily in, into the established lore. So that's that's why I like this series a lot. It's it's just fun and uh, makes makes sense to me. I can dig it. I can dig it. I I think that's a lot of what uh, what excites me about it as well. But I'm also kind of curious as to like how it's used. Like, do you think you have to go through the consensus or at least the vanguard to get like the, like they're your customs? <laughs> well, like well no like how? All right. So outside of your own ghost, let's say you're a guardian. Let's say you're not even just like a citizen of the last city, right? Sure. How do you get a message sent? How do you get an item sent? How do you get a package sent? Uh, this this is this is the version of turning it up to eleven for <laughs> for this theory fans. Like this is this is where I'm going with this at this point. I I would imagine that there's some sort of frame like Katie, just kind of that kind of is in charge of. Well, there is a mail desk, order. right? Like yeah. I I'm just yeah. wondering like. So they have stuff so. 
Do you suppose that it's ghosts that are picking up these things we don't pick up on missions? After the fact? Like, they're, they're like, sweeping the area? I, I would struggle to believe that, because even there, the ghosts can't travel at jump speed without without a pilot, I would imagine. They probably still would need some sort of ship. I, I, I personally believe it's it's more... I don't well, know how the professor works. If, if the ghosts are the courier, we can assume that there's other there's other aspects involved, much like in 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 modern freight, right? Like, right? Like, so the the guy who dropped it off at your at your door isn't necessarily the guy who like flew it across the world, right? Sure. To get it to you. So I think starting from that, we've kind yeah. of an interesting opportunity yeah. to kind of say like. So is it like you have local ghosts at each location who are going out and like bring it to Kirby style, like, (laughs) like inhaling the item and then going to the depot and like, like, here's, here's the ghost. Here's the item. And then it goes to centralized ghosts that deliver it back, back to the tower on, on earth. Exactly. (laughs) Or or wherever it needs to go. Exactly. I can, and then I can somebody get for that. flies it, like transmats it, like ships it, flies it all the way back to Earth. I'm imagining like a a freighter ship full of ghosts <laughs> traveling between. Oh no, no no! So the local ghosts just like spit it up. Maybe if it was oh. a mass shipment and they like they needed to ship more things than was physically possible, the ghost like sure. that situation could could exist. Sure. But I'm thinking more like, yo. These ghosts, right? These guys like spit it up at the depot. The depot loads it up all on the ship. The ship ships it, and then more ghosts are like, and then they they transmit it back to the tower at the mail center. They're like, Bleh. <laughs> and then you guys KD... know you're in sound effects today, don't you? And then and then KD88 is like like, hey guardian, you've you've got some stuff. My blinker's going off. <laughs> that's I like it. I that's like it. how that's how I think it all operates. There's a lot of like there's a lot of Kirby Kirby mechanics. <laughs> so did the ghost take on the uh, properties of the package that they pick up when they Kirby it in? <laughs> uh <laughs> only in the sense that they don't know what's inside the package, I guess. <laughs> Because they choose not to look. Because they choose not to look. Because they took an oath as a courier. (laughs) Um, It it takes on the the properties of transportation and this package needing to be shipped. (laughs) Specifically. Most boring Kirby power ever. (laughs) Um, It's only boring if you don't need to get something somewhere. If you've ever had to ship something on behalf of your job, you're like, man, this is the coolest fucking, how can I pay you for your power to be used for my benefit? I was like, please. And I mean, in that way, perhaps the traveler is the most genius motherfucker who ever lived because he got all, all postal services essentially done for free. (laughs) Like, how about that? How about them apples? 
And doesn't it fucking bother anyone that there's ghosts still that haven't found their guardians? Do you think they're just, like, too caught up in the job? Like, they're just too dedicated to their postal position? I don't know. There, there are a lot of dead people out there. It, it takes a while to sort through them all. Each ghost, I imagine... And they might uh, just... Well, but do you think they all just, like, reach a point where they're like, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. I'd just rather deliver turnips. <laughs> I am between Nine the apples? farm and the tower doing straight-up turnip delivery. And I, I, all right, so we know ghosts can't go, like they can't travel at the light speeds, right? But we know ghosts can travel through space because that's what Pork Pie did. Like Pork Pie didn't get a lift anywhere that we know about. Like Pork Pie, like I assume, like made that journey, checking every little crevasse until he found the now risen Kevin, formerly Aldrin. <laughs> Yeah, his name is Kevin until fucking anyone tells me different. God damn it. You don't know what his risen name is. You keep calling him Aldrin. Why why is his name Aldrin? Do you have a name tag on? No. <laughs> Kevin is just as plausible. That's fair. I can't argue with that. I know you can't. That's why I flex it so hard. <laughs> so going back though, like we know they can travel through space they can like break the atmosphere they don't have to worry about uh, oh sure like sure. like any uh any any stuff like that so do you ever suppose that perhaps their ghost and i'm not saying it's like you know the fastest travel but maybe you need to get something that can take two weeks and you send a ghost to just transmit it and carry it from the earth to the moon it's possible i i would assume it's it's pretty unusual for something like that to happen unless you only trusted a specific ghost and not the centralized service. Well, well, here's what I'm thinking about it. So it presents a couple complications, right? Sure. So why couldn't the ghost, as small as it is, just, like, jump in any ship going to the moon, right? Sure. Uh, Is there a reason that perhaps not spending the time to use a ship is worthwhile for this transport. Like, maybe you're just transporting, like, porn <laughs> for who's ever stationed at the moon. Okay. Um, I, I guess I can imagine a scenario where, yeah, you don't need you don't need something... Like, you're sending it to yourself in the future because you, you want to prevent somebody else from getting access to it. I could imagine a scenario like that, for sure. Well, I, I mean, I guess I'm thinking less complicated. I'm just like, if there's stuff that needs to be shipped, but assuming that, like, powering ships and stuff, like, I know we don't experience that in-game, but assuming all that still costs money, mm-hmm. if the ghost can just power itself there in two weeks without having to, like, be on a ship, even though it takes up, like, so little space, like, if you can consolidate everything, like, efficiently... Like, I feel like there would be instances where there is a service where, like, yo, like, we don't have any ships for this ghost to transport it, but it'll transport it there in, like, two weeks. Yeah, I, I, yeah, sure. In emergency situations, I could see that. Not even emergency, just, like, day-to-day stuff. Like, I would like to order a Swedish-made penis enlarger. Well, (laughs) alright, that's not pretty high priority. I'm not going to attach this to a ship. But this ghost is like got nothing to do. They're willing to ship it. My, my, the payment. 
thought process there, though, is wouldn't it essentially be more expensive because you're tying up a ghost for two weeks instead of if uh, the like ghost is able to do power? it, though. Well, the, let's assume the ghost is 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 employed at will. <laughs> let's assume, let's assume the ghost the ghost the ghost the ghost is available because it's available. It's not like you've charged a ghost with this task. Okay. Yeah, I I, I just don't see a world in which it's more economical to. Even if even if there's like no no charging involved, you're still tying up a ghost for two weeks instead of the thirty minutes it takes to take a package to a delivery ship to haul it back at, at basically in, instantaneously. But you gotta pay for fuel. But even then, it's <laughs> okay. It, it, you want to pay for that fuel? Like, yeah. If fuel is insanely in- expensive and completely overwrites the the usage of tying up a ghost for that long sure uh, i could see i could see it being cheaper to well, just well, for, send a ghost every two weeks for what it's <laughs> worth in this scenario it's for joe asshole wanting to get something out there this is not official usage and this is not someone like uh the guardian or really any guardian who can just murder their way to having supplies enough for whatever they want to do personally yeah no i i, I understand that it's yeah, it's just about the economics of it at that point, and and the concept of if you had a whole bunch of people that were trying to tie up singular ghosts for with packages for two well, weeks. Shit! If the ghost can do more than one, like holy shit! It, if if say you could put everything into one shipping container, and the ghost can do the whole goddamn container. Potentially, like that could make it make economical sense, but. Well, I, I mean, again, this is against paying for the shipping costs. Because maybe you don't, maybe this ghost does not have a guardian associated with it, and you have no mm-hmm. guardian willing or no ship willing to do the interstellar travel, because ships are in short supply. As we yeah. know, because we had to recover our own hyperdrive. I I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I. I could see it. I, I I still think it's more likely that they deliver it to a ship and it makes more economical sense. I mean, even if you pack, it was a tiny ship and they just packed a whole bunch of ghosts in it, it would take a whole lot less time to take the those series of ghosts no, back and, to, to and Earth. That, and that makes sense. That makes sense uh, if, if everyone's banded together or if you have a ship that's willing to, to ship your cargo. Yeah. But again, like, if you're like... Johnny on the spot back in the last city trying to get trying to get his first shipment of blow up dolls to all the people <laughs> stationed on the moon I, I'm not arguing that it, it, it could make economic sense to do that I, I'm just saying that it depends entirely upon the economics of the city upon which we know nothing <laughs> absolutely nothing <laughs> well I mean Bengals, if only there were a space to wax upon what we don't know <laughs> and talk about it like maybe it's like <laughs> tin foil isn't quite appropriate just because you know destiny has its own kind of elements if there was only like a spin foil <laughs> area that we could we could talk about this things and like maybe we could record it 
I don't know. It seems kind of risky. And distribute it in some sort of, like, podular cast. <laughs> this is awfully specific. You're, you're, you're diving into, into real specific territory here, Taylor. It's a pretty concrete theory <laughs> that, like, maybe there's a space out there where we, you and I, are the hosts of this space. Is this, like, breaking the fifth wall? Uh, I all right. So, the the only thing I have going against this is there as as this as as we've mentioned, there are plenty of other things uh, that exist within the lore that could sort of preclude this from being a very regular service. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it being a special uh, sort of uh, expeditious type of thing makes sense. Um, especially between uh, important communiques between, like, the Owl Sector and, uh, yeah. the uh, Hidden and the Vanguard and what have you. I would also add that, uh, sending g- ghosts unpaired with Guardians out into dangerous territory, uh, is a little bit risky with a very limited resource, which has been established. Uh, I, I, again, like, they clearly do this stuff and these guys volunteered for it. I feel like these are all ghosts who don't have a Guardian. Uh, I, I'm just saying that this is a potential knock against the theory. I'm not saying that it's it's definitely the case of, oh no, ghosts are too valuable, we can't send them out. I'm just saying that this is another possible, that this might not be an actual service. At least at least not how we've imagined it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I personally believe that there's probably, there are probably, at the very least, ghosts hustling around delivering uh, packages and, and, at the very least, uh, messages. Uh, that that pretty much has been established. I can dig it. I like the idea of having a little ghost postman visit every little house in the city, though. <laughs> Indeed. They all have Nathan Fillion's voice. I I like to think their boss is Peter Dinklage, though. He's the one who actually distributes the uh, the assignments for the day. I see. He's the postmaster because he was number one in our hearts. Um. Well, I think. I think with that, the bagels. Uh. I think we gotta break it down to a final score of plausibility. I think. Yeah. I think we have. We have. Uh, we have to go through the motions here, mm-hmm. even though it might be clear what we think by the context of our of our hearts. Right. I I'm gonna say that this is quite plausible. I'm gonna give it a uh, score of. Uh, we're gonna go with fifty-two today. That's yeah, nice, nice and plausible, and yeah. I don't see why it's it's not realistically realistic that there couldn't be some sort of centralized ghost delivery system or mm. postal service as we previously established. The uh, GPS. Yeah, the GPS. I don't see why why that couldn't exist. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um. So 52 plausibility, the same mm-hmm. number of mm-hmm. weeks in the year that the GPS would operate? Yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't get Christmas week off. That's right. <laughs> Rain, Maybe Festivus. Rain or, well, Festivus is for the rest of us, Bagels. It's not, it's not for the GPS. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly, no. like, clearly been decided. Um, nor rain, or nor uh, darkness, nor chips. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 64 plausibility, not because I'm trying to outdo you, but because we referenced uh, N64 stuff earlier. So that's a number that's near and dear to my heart right now. 
Indeed. And I can do that because it's... I mean, it's it's a show that I edit, so I mean, like, I fucking did it. Try and stop me. Sure. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I, well, I, I appreciate that you didn't try. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Um... Bagels, you got any shout-outs this week, my man? I'm going to give a shout-out to the folks uh, on the Gulf of, uh, Gulf of Mexico coast, especially Texas and Louisiana. I know that Hurricane Laura is currently bearing down, so hopefully you guys are safe, and um, if uh, if not evacuated, uh, at higher ground, preferably. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, be safe out there, and... Uh, uh, and I don't know if you'd be listening to this podcast or not, but <laughs> certainly I wish I wish you well at the very least. I think vibes transcend our listenership. That's entirely fair. So 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 good on you. Um, I want to mirror what the Bengals just said to to any and everyone who might find themselves uh, in the path of Hurricane Laura. Please stay safe. We want you to stay safe, even if you don't continue to listen to us. That was meant as a joke, but apparently it was too heavy for the bagels. Um, <laughs> but we do want you to stay safe. That part was not a joke. Um, mm-hmm. My particular shout out with him, with him uh, calling attention to that. My my particular shout outs to going out to man. There's some there's some silly shit going on right now with uh with counter protest people shooting into protesters and indifferent different cities in America right now. Um, fatal shootings going on all, all across uh, the United States right now. And and my shout-outs to... You know, that that's terrible. And I want to draw attention to that. And so, for that, my shout-outs to the people who are continuing to go out in spite of these dangers, in spite of how things continue to escalate, how, in spite of how, you know, like, everyone wants to, I feel like there's, especially in, in certain pockets of social media, there's people who, like, want to be done with these, these things already, but you know what, the, the reasons these things, these issues came up haven't changed. And so my shout out is to the people who continue to go out there, putting themselves at risk, thinking of others indeed okay yeah i agree wholeheartedly yeah so that's that's what my shout out is this week um but with that uh you know uh if you're listening to this i hope you stay safe i hope you're thriving i hope i hope you're doing well i hope you're staying sane and we'll hear you next time so you know please persist till then See you. Bye-bye. Bye. That's the end of this week's topic, but be sure to check out our past and future episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. If you have any questions about this week's topic, want to discuss Destiny Lore with us, or if you just feel like reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at SpinfoilTheory, or you can email us via SpinfoilTheory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>